This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Call or text your questions now. Well, all right, welcome back. Wrench Nation Car Talk. Uh, Frank here with Susie Q. We welcome you guys back if you're catching us uh, on the podcast Sunday. You guys rock. And, of course, KFNX uh, from 8 to 9. Uh, out in Phoenix and, of course, throughout the whole state of Arizona. We so appreciate you guys. We had an amazing uh, day in the garage, uh, Susie. Uh, Still kind of getting back from uh, the holidays. It seems like everybody had on their to-do list, take care of the car immediately. Are you seeing that in the garage, Susie? I certainly am, Frank. And I didn't realize it was going to be this much of a transition coming off after the holiday. Yeah, you thought you were going to take a little break. Yeah, I thought so. You thought you were going to sit back and just uh, catch up on some recommendations and things like that. (laughs) No, it doesn't work that way. There's always something going on. Of course, uh, our humble garage down in uh, Chandler, Dobson Desert Park here at Chandler. We always invite you to uh, come by and spend some time with us. And, you know, if you've got a friend or family member, uh, we invite them. In fact, I always said that interview your mechanic, potential mechanic, like you would your daughter's first date before, you know, really get in there and interview them before you need them. And so we always invite the tours uh, down in the garage. Now, speaking of tours, like a lot of folks are coming out from Canada and all over the country enjoying our beautiful weather. And this is the month. This is the month. We've got the car show, car auction, the world's greatest car auction uh, that has been around for over 47 years. Wow. Baron Jackson, the world's greatest collector car auction is coming, and a lot of you listening are going to be hanging out there. Uh, just a good time. Uh, have you been out there, Susie? I yeah. have never been, and I'm super excited to Anybody check it out. Anybody you know that have been? My brother. Oh, how did, and so what's his take on Yeah, that? you know what? I, I haven't talked to him about that. I just I just know he says it's it's pretty cool, Susie. you got to go. It's pretty cool. It's I mean, that's cool. the least you can say. Uh, over 47 years, uh, many enthusiasts from all over the world will flock into the Barrett Jackson. And so if you're just tuning in, we're really honored and privileged. Uh, this show, we have got the CEO and chairman, uh, Barrett Jackson, uh, Craig Jackson, he's going to tell us the story, the history, the colorful history. And listen, this isn't the kind of auction that was started, uh, just let's start an auction, let's start a car show. We're talking about blood, sweat, and tears, folks that came in all the way up and through uh, the old days of Scottsdale and going way back. So we're really excited, honored uh, to have Chairman and CEO Craig Jackson stop by the show. Uh, we do have some news for you before we dive in uh, to our interview. Now, many of you get excited to work on your own vehicle. You feel like you're part of that spirit, that mechanical spirit. You've got to stay connected. But many of you may be frustrated. We've seen a lot of that in the garage. We have folks that come in. And, Frank, I can't can't do my own change anymore. Get all this plastic stuff. Well, I got to tell you, it's not getting any better. Changing your 2019 Ford Ranger... That just kicked up notches to a little bit of more complexity. Uh, Oil filters uh, was a no-brainer for many years. There's the oil filters right there. Easy, simple. My daughter could pull that filter out, and there you go. But on this 19 Ranger, almost like the Chrysler Dodge batteries that were stuffed in the wheel well. We've had people come in, oh, yeah, just needs to change a battery. It's out there under the hood. 
No, it's not. It's in the Fender world, and things have kind of uh, changed over the years. But uh, that new Ranger has an oil filter that does require pulling the tire, removing the plastic no. well. I mean, it used to be where you could crack a beer, have a half a sandwich, and fix your car and do some service in an hour. Now it's the Thanksgiving equivalent. It's an eight-course meal. <laughs> You're spending the whole afternoon. You will miss a few football games. Wow. Is it's it getting... just the Ford Ranger or is well, it other Fords? in all actuality, many vehicles. What comes to mind is the European vehicles uh, over time. Uh, they've got all these plastic undercarriage pieces that uh, don't necessarily make it easy uh, for the average consumer by way of certain sockets, you know, the Torx head sockets and Allen head sockets. You know, you used to be able to just go to Home Depot, get a basic set of sockets, and you could work on your ride. But So the complexity is actually going to extend the uh, turnaround for an oil change? Well, I, I don't think in an average garage, uh, the price points of an oil change, oil service, I always like to say, it's more than just an oil change. You're getting the vehicle inspected, sort of pit stopping uh, that whole process. It could possibly bump up the labor. But if it's anything like the Dodge uh, Intrepid Chrysler the Sebring, that we do a lot of, but we'd be pretty fair with uh, when we're replacing the battery. We're not going over. Oh, board. yeah. I mean, sometimes, listen, you, you've all heard it. The book time says. <laughs> the average rock star local garage, and in fact, the dealership for that matter, uh, they want to treat you in a fair manner for labor. But understand, labor is the business of what they do. And so because that's invisible, as consumers, we don't see that. Like, we know, okay, that's a clutch kit I got for my truck and so on. We can see that, uh, but labor sometimes uh, can be, uh, you know, like batteries. Yeah. Like I said, with the Intrepid. So what's shaking in your world, Susan? Well, today's the CES show in Vegas, right? I believe there's some, There's all kinds of shows happening. Right, and so we talked about concept cars in the past, if you recall. Oh, yeah. But is a vehicle that can walk still a car, Frank? Walk? Now, wait a minute. You always come up with these stories. I do, huh? Not, we're not talking Flintstones, man. I'm we're not talking Flintstones, but... All right. To Hyundai. Hyundai is coming out with a concept card called the Elevate. And it's going to be, it's going to have four wheels just like a car, but the weird machine will also have legs. No, come on. Man. It what will have like? legs and it'll be able to walk on long appendages. Now, I'm thinking Star Wars. This it kind of did look like Star I Wars. I mean, really? Yeah. Why? I, my question is why? Why don't you just leave the four wheels alone? We have enough... Uh, with four wheels. Brings new meaning to all-terrain, Frank. Oh, okay. So is it like a little pogo stick that pops out? What, what's going no, on? it's actually actual legs. In fact, the, oh, you want to see the picture? Yeah, give me All right. So I'm, I'm going to have to prove this to Frank here. Hold so on. You're going to love it. Are we saying technology is going to take us into... I mean, we've got ADAS systems now. Driver right. awareness systems with camera systems. But do we do? Do we need... Okay, elevate concept steps and as, as a car with legs. I'm not buying that one. No, why not? Maybe we can ask Mr. Craig Jackson when he comes Wouldn't that be things. cool? I mean, I'm thinking legs, pogo stick, why? All terrain. Would you buy this thing? I think I would just because it looks kind of <laughs> neat. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I'm not I'm not seeing that happening. So real quick, I do want to let you guys know as well. Um, we thought the Takata airbag situation, for many of you, you're standing in line waiting uh, for those airbags to be manufactured. Well, Today, Ford announced another wave. Recalls. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. 2010 to 14 Mustangs. Um, and uh, it says built at Flat Rock, right, between 09 to 11. Uh, those cars, we're talking almost a million. Yeah, but I thought it was more than the Mustang. 953,000 vehicle uh, inflator recall 
as of today. Ford announced a fourth round of recalls. Look, no manufacturer wants to get caught up with these Takata airbags. Um, I'm not sure why. Um, recently, I don't think uh, anyone's putting Takata airbags from the uh, factory assembly line. Just know it's very simple. You can get on a NHTSA, N-H-T-S-A dot gov, or give us a call at the garage. If you're not sure if your car has one of these uh, Takata airbag recall situations, we'll check it for you. That's actually real a real informative website, too. I it use is. it. I well, use it daily. Well, the government has a ton of these uh, mm-hmm. websites, and you put your VIN in. And it'll list out. Uh, of course, our system in the garage will automatically populate uh, when you come in for service. The VIN, we decode the VIN, and boom, it'll tell us everything. Uh, and no, we're not going to tell you you need pogo sticks coming out. Uh, legs, like Frank. Legs. They're called legs. I, I'm thinking pogo. I don't know. I was spent time with my kids this weekend. <laughs> so you guys want to stay tuned. Uh, we are diving into the rich tradition of one of the world's premier World's greatest collector car auction, Barrett Jackson. Honored and privileged to have Chairman and CEO Craig Jackson coming next. Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, nationwide locations. You know, one of the problems that I can have working in my garage is parts aren't delivered on time, the quality isn't there. Well, guess what? Who's yelling at me, my clients, and they're likely not to come back? Well, the Parts Authority Auto Parts Superstores, amazing service, knowledgeable counter folks, a complete line of original equipment, parts that our customers deserve. If you're an installer, Get on to partsauthority.com. Check locations nationally near you. Partsauthority.com. With over 47 years, uh, as tradition has grown over the years, not only premiering some of the uh, most fabulous cars that you can find, collector pieces, uh, pieces for your uh, collection at home. Uh, We've had a lot of folks come by the garage with their pieces that have been picked up by Barrett-Jackson. And uh, not only just premiering some of these great automobiles, but also really, really doing an amazing job in the community by way of some awesome charitables. With that said, we welcome to the show Craig Jackson, Chairman and CEO. Barrett Jackson, welcome to the show, Craig. Well, thank you. Appreciate you hanging with us. Uh, You know, many folks uh, are familiar with Barrett Jackson, whether they have been uh, there on the grounds for this uh, sort of I don't know if I can say. I mean, Craig, Craig do you, is it Lollapalooza of cars? What would you? How would you title this whole Barrett Jackson? Uh, well, we were before all of those. Uh, like Ooh, good Ooh, answer. See, a good good. new events, but uh, yeah. When I tell people the amount of people, we do more people than Lollapalooza or Coachella. Uh, Three hundred twenty-five thousand unique people through the gates last year. That is incredible. So, yeah. Now, I've been to Coachella, so I'm just envisioning the amount of people. And well, you're having more than Coachella, huh? I'm just thinking, oh, yeah. wow. Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne needs to take a seat back. <laughs> we got uh, Craig Jackson on with Barrett Jackson. Craig, um, you've been around the automotive industry for quite some time. What was your inspiration uh, back in the day uh, before really diving in and, and carrying on the tradition of this uh, wonderful car show, this collector car auction? Well, I grew up around it. I restored my first car with my dad when I was around nine, uh, 39 Austin Bantam that I showed at our car show. And we started this with a car show. And it was called the Fiesta de los Autos Elegantes. And, uh, you know, before I took the reins, I, I did about every single job. So that was my inspiration growing up from the ground floor up. And, uh, having a passion for it. And when my brother passed away suddenly, and my dad died in 93, my brother died two years later, 
I had done about every job in the company, and uh, I just took over. And when my brother was passing, he told me, you know, you've always known what to do. Just do it. So Ground up. And, and that's uh, many of our listeners um, have been in situations where I'd like to touch upon this, whether it's a the car auction or a young mechanic up, uh, up and coming. They may have a tendency to say, you know what, I'm at this level. Uh, I've been doing this for three years. And. I'm done with it. I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not advancing. You know, Craig, coming up in the industry, you have been in situations where you've had your challenges. And I do want to speak to those folks listening. A lot of a younger technicians. What advice would you give them about a new day's a new day and, and maybe relating to how you came up in the industry? Well, I tell people, follow your passion and follow your gut and, uh, you know, do what you think is right. And uh, that has served me well. And, uh, you know, I've made a lot of decisions over the years that people told me I was absolutely wrong on. And uh, now they're copying me. Good for you. I like that. Yep. So it's okay to... competitors, when I put it on TV, they're like, oh, you're out of your mind. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, it's okay. I think it's cool that you sort of develop over years, you get this uh, skin, because you've done everything uh, in the room to sort of uh, be proud. Uh, I think, Mr. Craig Jackson, it's okay if you swagger a little bit. (laughs) That's right. And they didn't mean out of your mind. They meant out of the box. That's exactly what you, you know, did. they're like, oh, that's a crazy idea. You know, auctions should be held, you know, people don't want to bid, you know, they want it to be done in a closed room. And I was like, no. And here's my thought. When I first took over, you know, even before I took over, I grew up two things. I grew up in the restoration side of the business. We only did one auction a year. And the rest of the year, my brother and I restored cars. And then for my dad, we put them in. And then Eventually, when I got old enough, I restored cars from for my dad, Tom Barrett, uh, Don Williams up at Blackhawk, and showed him at Pebble Beach. So I grew up on that side of the business. Then once a year, we held the auction. So I've, as I said, did every job there from parking the cars to I took over eventually, computerized the accounting department, wrote the first computer program when I was in college to computerize the company. And my goal was, how do we get new people in? Because I saw the generational change like we're seeing right now. And we had to get new people into the hobby, and that was using multimedia. So I put us on the Internet in 94. I put us on, cut a deal with Speed Vision at the time. Uh, 96, we showed the auction for the first time on television. And that is all evolving. And now, fast forward to nowadays, we're building a new studio in our new headquarters. We're creating a lot of content, new app, new website, refreshing everything, starting our own digital platform that you're going to see at the auction this year. And that's to really entice the millennials to follow us in a format that they want to watch it in. Um, and you just got to keep evolving. Talk to us about that transition. You said something pretty powerful as a visionary uh, for Barrett Jackson over the years. Making that transition, uh, going into speed TV in the mid-90s, many of your peers are questioning that. They, they, what are you doing? You cannot do a live auction. Why did they question you on that, Craig? Um, well, one of them said this should all be done in, you know, 
rooms where people feel like they can bid anonymously and sort of I'm a like, private affair yeah yeah i'm okay. like okay your business model is different that guy he holds an auction here in arizona at biltmore and it's a smaller more subdued audience i said i'm going after a much bigger thing because i want to bring new people into the hobby and we're not going to do it if you only are reading at that time hemming's motor news and old cars uh, if you don't pick up one of those publications, how do you know about this hobby? And my goal was was to show our hobby to millions of people and get them interested in it. And what my most satisfying thing is having people come up, be a grandfather, a father, and a grandson, and saying, this is what we bond together at home watching Barrett Jackson. This has been our bucket list to come here, and we're blown away. Television, I hear this all the time. Television doesn't cover 10% of what happens at Barrett-Jackson. They cover the block. Our second screen experience that we're doing this year is going to start covering a lot more of what happens outside the auction to really entice people to come there and enjoy it because it's a lifestyle event as well as an auction. And that was one of the major changes I made was to get away from it just being an auction and have something for everybody to come there and introduce them to the car culture. If you're just joining us, uh, we've got the chairman and CEO, Craig Jackson, uh, Barrett Jackson. And, and you speak on a whole event, uh, a community event that you've done an amazing job, the whole team at uh, Barrett Jackson, with over 70 food vendors, uh, from what I understand. How many food vendors this year, Craig? And... Yeah, about 70 food okay. vendors. You know, we added uh, this freestyle bull riding, or not bull riding, bull fighting this oh, year. Wait a oh, wait, bull ride. I was Susie, all excited. Susie got excited I did. bull riding. Well, we've done bull riding in the past. We did that for three years, but I don't know if you've seen the newest one where uh, the guys get in there, with one guy with the bull, 60 seconds, and it's like with the clowns, but they get scored on how close they get to the bull. Some guys do flips over them, but they're in there. One-on-one, mano-a-mano, bullfighting. But there's no matadors. Oh, it, how fun. The bulls <laughs> actually got the advantage. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you <laughs> so definitely we're doing that. We're doing <laughs> STEM on the first weekend. We yeah, we're going to talk city. about STEM. You know, we had um, Jennifer Maher with Tech Force on last week, and we, we wouldn't get to the, the sort of the education side, the science and technology. Craig, hang with us. We're going to take a quick break. Craig Jackson with uh, Barrett Jackson. Stay tuned. Bolt-On Technologies Automotive Software Solutions. Auto repair shops that have Bolt-On Technologies software provide customer vehicle condition reports including photos and text, real-time digital reports, multi-point inspections, estimates, and repair information at your fingertips. Info at boltontechnology.com. This is Wrench Nation. Nothing's wrong. Call or text your questions now. Who's gonna drive you home? 480-655-8870. Welcome back. Frank and Susie here, Wrench Nation. You guys remember to catch the podcast uh, Sunday. And, of course, if you're catching this on KFNX, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us on a Saturday. We have Craig Jackson with Barrett Jackson. Craig Jackson, are you there? I am. Craig, thanks for hanging with us. Um, we mentioned STEM, which, uh, let's face it, uh, part of our show that we had last week was addressing the serious and critical shortage 
of mechanics, automotive technicians, and we had Jennifer Maher on with Tech Force Foundation. You're doing some pretty wonderful things, uh, synchronizing uh, with the automotive industry and the education side. Talk to us about that portion of the Barrett-Jackson show out there. Well, that'll be uh, the first weekend, uh, Family Value Day, it kicks off. And uh, it's powered by Shell Pennzoil. They're one of our partners in this. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of different things. So we're trying to teach things that will get kids interested. So coding and trying to teach robots how to do different things. Uh, we're trying to make it as interactive as we can and getting the different uh, universities and schools around to come in with us. And uh, it's mostly focused on automotive-related uh, re- uh, businesses that need uh, engineers, and uh, that's what really drives this. Right. So you're saying that it's not just somebody who wants to come out and maybe purchase a vehicle. This, this is good for the family then? Oh, yeah, especially Family Value Day this uh, next Saturday, the 12th. Uh, kids get in for free. And uh, we've been doing that for years, and it's very focused towards the family. And uh, there's no auctioning on Saturday. It's come out and see the cars, and uh, we want kids to get into this. Right. You know, I jumped ahead on that. You know, part of what you're going to see this year at the auction is going to be a different mix of cars, as we've been talking about uh, things are changing, technology, but also the types of cars. And when I took over the company back in the 90s, I made a change to change us more to muscle cars post-war. My dad and Tom Barrett really walked pre-war cars. That's what they grew up with. They thought muscle cars were just used cars. Well, we're at that point again, and uh, we're, you're going to see a lot more 90s cars, more Japanese, European cars, and a lot more super high-end resto mods. Because that's what people want nowadays. They want cars they can take out, drive, and have fun with. And they may not want to have a you know 50-gallon uh, drum of 110-octane fuel at their house to drive an exotic muscle car. They may want one that looks like that, but they can run it on pump gas and drive it. Right. So we're, we're seeing this evolution, um, and we are, as always, trying to be on the cutting edge of where the car market is going. Also this year, a record over 1,800 cars offered at no reserve. First time ever that any auctions had that many cars consigned at no reserve um, and 14 charity cars. So it's going to be quite a, quite a year uh, for the charity cars. Absolutely. I, I saw some of the promotion. Uh, of course, I get your emails. Many folks, in fact, uh, folks listening now, where can they um, go to follow Barrett Jackson throughout the year? Of course, we, we just don't have the one Scottsdale show you throughout the country. Please, uh, Craig, direct folks where they can head over to. Sure. It's Barrett, B-A-R-R-E-T-T hyphen Jackson, dot com. And there's a lot happening there. Once the auction fires up, you'll see the, all the cars all the time. We stream from the first car to the last car. And then we have our second screen experience where we're bringing back uh, people that used to watch us on speed. We'll remember April Rose is going to be one of the hosts. Uh, Adam Ferreira from uh, Top Gear nice. uh, U.S. Um, are going to be the two hosts of it. 
That'll be four hours a day. We'll be doing that live and showing you everything else that's happening around the property and recaps on some of the cars after they've sold. And so that's again, a we're, that's a we're full changing. Absolutely, and I like that idea. I think the marketplace has really left themselves in a corner of comfort by saying for folks like my daughter who are 22 and, and even my nine-year-old, well, they just don't have the attention span. And I just don't believe that. I think we need to speak their language and the power that you're able to have, the insight to know, you know, we got to connect with folks where they're at. That is incredible. So that's, that's new for this year that we're taking that to the next level. It'd be the first time. And, uh, you know, on top of that, we're excited, you know, as I said earlier about what we're bringing as far as the mix of cars that'll be different than you've seen in the past. It's evolving. We're 37 hours of live television on Motor Trend, the rebranded Velocity and Discovery and Discovery Channels International. We're broadcast live to Canada, England, um, and with our internet streaming, everybody can follow us around the world. That's so incredible. It, it's yeah. really becoming a whole multimedia affair. Do you think your dad, Russ Jackson, uh, would have thought that this, I mean, going back from the Fiesta de los Autos Elegantes, do you think uh, <laughs> he would have thought that this uh, would come so far? You know, I don't know. Um, my brother, when he was, you know, when I sat out with him a few days before he passed, which was a pretty emotional time, I said, oh, yeah. what yeah. should I do? And he goes, he told me flat out, he goes, you've always known what to do. Now, whenever I'd bring up a new idea, he'd always tell me I'm out of my mind. This is the first time that he ever actually admitted. He goes, you've always had a lot of good ideas. Just follow your gut. Just go for it. Uh, and that was the best advice, you know, feeling free to do what I thought was right, uh, having my brother's blessing. I think my dad, he didn't understand where things were going as far as technology. I've always been on uh, into technology and keeping us pretty fresh on it. And you have to stay. You can't be the last buggy whip maker. Well, that's what we've always done. Well, you got to change. And you're going to see change this year. And uh, it's just part of the evolution and i don't want to be one of those guys that you know well that's the way we've always done it well the world's moved and changed and we're changing with it no doubt we say that a lot in our garage in fact hiring you know we mentor students out of the garage and not always do they want to be hanging out with a 68 mustang they may uh, have interest uh, with a japanese uh, drift vehicle and we want to we want to allow them to explore and uh, have fun with that uh, last year you had uh, 10 charity vehicles uh, surprising uh, or I should say surpassing $100 million in total funds. If you don't know, now you know, guys, Barrett-Jackson not only is embedded in the community, but they do an incredible job raising big dollars. Talk to us about the charitable side, Craig, of the Barrett-Jackson auction. Sure. Well, it started as a charity fundraiser, as you said. The Fiesta de los Santos Elegantes was a fundraiser for the local Scottsdale Library and the Center for the Arts. Uh, my parents, when they built the new Civic Center, wanted to help support it, and that was over 50 years ago that uh, they started that. And throughout the history of Barrett-Jackson, we've raised money for charity. It wasn't until we came up with this idea, um, and I'll give John Hendrick, John Hendricks, who's the founder of Discovery Channel, he bought a charity car, and he 
came to me afterwards. He's like, you really should do it differently. And I listened to him, and then Ford wanted to sell the first VIN number one um, Shelby GT500 when they brought it back. We did that. We donated. We didn't charge any buy fee on it because we wanted the new buyer to write the check right to the 501c3. And that has really catapulted this. This year, the cars that we have following that format, we have – uh, I think it's 14 cars this year. So I'll give you the highlights. So on Friday, we will be selling the first 2020 Ford Mustang Shelby GT500 oh, in number one. Wow. Right. Susie, we got we to get our wallets out and get out there Friday. Oh, my you know? gosh. Bullfighting and <laughs> Shelby. Yeah. Saturday will be phenomenal selling the first Toyota Supra, which is, all three of these cars, I mean. Whoa. Wait, Toyota the Supra? Unveiled. We've been teased with the Supra for the last two years. and Well, the Supra is happening. That's and a comeback? It will be sold yes. at Barrett-Jackson. Wow. It's going to be unveiled in Detroit, the same as the, the Shelby, and the same as the next car I'm going to talk about, where they'll all be unveiled in Detroit, sold that same week in Barrett-Jackson. Wow, that's exciting. And, and you know, we're going to be on hand out there. Uh, I'm glad you said Saturday. Well, I don't think there's a single day that you're not going to have Buku fun. Uh, Craig Jackson oh, no. with Barrett Jackson. Hang with us. we got one more break. We want to wrap the show up here. We've got uh, Ranch Nation Car Talk. Stay tuned next. Frank here with Ranch Nation. We appreciate you guys tuning in every week to the Ranch Nation Car Talk show. But did you guys know I'm not basket weaving? I don't do roofing. I actually own Desert Car Care of Chandler. Boy, and I've got a great team down there. If you've got car repair or maintenance needs, I invite you to stop by my garage over a cup of coffee. Maybe you've got that large estimate and you're not sure where to go. Give me a call, 480-726-6400, Desert Car Care of Chandler. This is Wrench Nation. Car talk, car culture, car tips, car music, all that is car. Welcome back, Frank and Susie, Wrench Nation Car Talk, right out of the East Valley Institute of Technology. In fact, we invite you uh, to come tour the campus. Uh, many different schools at a one big school, nationally recognized, of course, one of the greatest automotive programs. And we are privileged and honored to have Craig Jackson, uh, CEO and Chairman of Barrett Jackson. Welcome back, Craig. Thank you. You know, you've done some amazing things, uh, things that you decided that you weren't going to listen to anyone else in the room. Uh, Innovated through computer, transferred over that. Innovated through Internet. Now we've got this whole transition to sort of the social media side. As a company growing and moving forward, how do you see Barrett Jackson five years from now within the media marketplace? Well, with our new studio that we're building, we are going to be creating content on a daily basis and trying to educate. And the goal of this is, you know, there's a lot of TV shows out there, reality-based. We want to really teach people about the cars, what it takes to build the cars, and what all the different options are out there to get into car collecting, as well as showing the lifestyle of Barrett Jackson. I get asked that all the time. What kind of car should I buy? Well, what do you want to go do with it? Well, what are my options? I'm like, I really need to do a whole thing on this to teach people what all the different options are. I bought 75 cars in my personal collection, and I have them, and they all have a specific purpose. 
and mm. from vintage racing to going road rallies to hot rods. I mean, it's a broad spectrum, and we want to show people that and what to look for in cars. And it's going to be a, a lot more about educating and entertaining simultaneously, which is what our goal has been with television. No doubt. And you had mentioned that you really need to size up the need, you know, in three and five years from now, what do you need this vehicle to do for you? Do you, do you find that uh, some of some folks will come out and you hear stories later? Well, I made a mistake. I shouldn't have bought that. And if you did, and, and this is not just buyer's remorse, uh, personal situation, but what are some of the mistakes that somebody can make? Um, at the auction line, they're the bid. You, you, are they getting excited and they lose focus and track and they buy something that maybe they didn't really want to buy? Well, it's, here's what it is. There's so many people there to ask questions of. Now, some people will give you the wrong answer intentionally because they want to buy sure. the car. Sure, they're, on, they're, <laughs> they're competing, ask. yeah. Get out of the way. Uh, you don't want that car. Well, I thought that was a bad car. You bought it. Don't listen to me. I was bidding on the car. <laughs> Um, understand what your use is, your budget, and, you know, the car itself. I've made mistakes. I don't say mistakes. I've bought great cars that I bought a short wheelbase California Spider to use as a road rally car. Great. Perfect car. I don't fit in it. So after I got the car, and it's a very expensive car, which is one of my dream cars, I'm not driving this car a 1,000 miles. Sure. So, you know, first, do you fit in the car? Does the car have enough horsepower for what you want to use it on? I mean, some cars are beautiful, but if you're going to use it as a road rally car, take it on the Colorado Grand up 10,000-foot mountains, it better have enough horsepower to do it. Exactly. You know, uh, we, it's funny you mention that, uh, Craig, because in the garage, of course, on a retail uh, scale of uh, buying used cars or buying a new car for folks, that's one of the things we tell them. Where are you going to be at, you know, two and three years from now? And why not rent now i'm not saying you can rent that new uh uh 2020 super that's going to be out there saturday but it is practical i think people lose the practicality of the situation because i believe sometimes they can get hyped up in the moment do you find that because of the sort of visceral feel to what's going on have you been surprised about some of the purchases uh of course you know many individuals that come back year after year uh, highly sought after uh, collector uh, individuals. Do you find like I couldn't believe they just did this on that particular car? You see it every so often. Two people get into it, but what you find a lot is in our stats, forty percent of our cars, which is pretty close to our average at an auction of first-time bidders, we have about forty percent of the cars will go to first-time buyers. The next biggest chunk is about 40% of the cars will go to consigners that just sold a car and stepped up. And the next 20%, roughly, you know, these very few points, are people that are just constantly buying and building their collections. What's healthy about that is so many of these people that are buying these cars to use and they have fun with it and they start with something that is relatively and they can um, step up to it later and and experiment with cars. And that's why we hold the auction over as many days as we do to, to give enough cars in the start of the week that are more or less entry level 
so you have a place to start. And I use the analogy, some of our best customers started buying twenty dollars $25,000 cars, brought them back, sold them, told us what they didn't like about them, and we mentor people. We also, you know, advise people throughout the year on their collections. I'll fly, bring a couple guys with me. What should I sell? What should I be buying more of? What should I get rid of? And help people manage their collections. Right. So, that actually was a question. really good breakdown. I have a better picture as to as to the, the auction itself. Just category, you know, categorizing. I, I don't think it's a one and done kind of thing. I mean, you have 40% that are there first time uh, starting conservatively. Mm-hmm. But I think, Craig, and I'm not saying this because we have you on the phone and we're honored to have you on the phone, but I think Barrett Jackson's done an amazing thing creating uh, sort of this lifestyle within the automotive arena and this experience. And, and I was so glad to hear, I didn't know that you are actually stepping into this whole uh, social media arena. Uh, you're going to do a whole slew of educational uh, live videos, perhaps, and, and connecting folks there, because that's what it's about. I think it's an experience, and uh, we can go to the store and buy something, and we're done, but I think the experience is really what people are after. It's the experience. It's the camaraderie. Barrett-Jackson is not just an auction. It's an automotive lifestyle event. And hundreds of vendors, thousands of people there every day that have the same passion and some are novices and some are veterans. And what I find very cool there is the celebrities that come that we don't even know are coming. They just love cars and they're in a baseball cap and sunglasses on and they're just out having fun and mingling with everybody and talking cars and everybody's on that same playing field. And we does it actually it. does it actually come across as an auction like hey twenty five thousand, twenty five thousand right here, thirty thousand I mean does it, it did, Well yeah, there's a lot is of that how it, how is that how it runs? Arena. So the main auction arena is 120,000 square feet. We have 1.1 million square feet under roof. So there's the largest temporary structure in the planet, Guinness Book of World Records, the largest single marquee on the planet, are in Scottsdale, Arizona. So whether it's raining or not, people are inside having a good time, seeing all the vendors, you walk in the front, you got Ford at the front entrance with dinos. You got all the auto manufacturers there showing their latest cars. Three auto manufacturers, Dodge, uh, Ford, and General Motors down there uh, doing hot laps, doing consumer drives. All the different vendors, 300 different vendors, Restoration Alley. Um, we got do-it-yourself tent where we're trying to show people how to work on cars, building cars. It's a lot of different things going on simultaneously with the auction as the core, but there's a lot other lot more things to do around the property. Yeah, and if you're you're auction. into collecting memorabilia, uh, I know you you folks have over sixteen hundred pieces of memorabilia going out All as well. Authentic, selling at no reserve. And no reserve is a big. Week. That's huge. Wow, it's huge. It's the most authentic, real. And absolutely no reserve. And this year, having over 1,800 cars at no reserve is unheard of. No it is. I saw that, that coming down the pipeline, uh, uh, Craig, as I was receiving these emails. I was salivating. I'm like, what? <laughs> no reserve? So you guys want to go visit and spend some time January 12th through the 20th out in Scottsdale. 
Craig Jackson, Chairman and CEO. Boy, we could do a whole nother hour hanging out. We're going to be out there Saturday. Maybe we can uh, run in and give Mr. Craig Jackson a big hug from Wrench Nation. He might be wearing a baseball cap and just mingling with everybody, right? Yeah. <laughs> and not this week. Other other shows, yes. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you spending time with Wrench Nation. Craig Jackson of Barrett Jackson, thank you so much. And a big hug, thank you, for all you do for the community. Okay. Well, thank you very much. See thank you, you Craig. Thank you. Yeah. You know, when you can build something That's like neat. that over the years... Uh, the charitable side is huge, over $100 million, and this year is going to be even more spectacular. You guys, thank you for hanging out with Ranch Nation. Every week, Wednesday, the live show, 4 p.m., of course, the iTunes podcast. We'd love to get your review or comment. Get on up to uh, iTunes. Saturday, KFNX, we appreciate you guys hanging out. And, of course, uh, Facebook, Ranch Nation. Uh, the show is 24-7 there. If you've got any questions about Barrett Jackson, we'd love to help answer that. Until then, as I say every week, be safe, hug each other, and never forget to hug a mechanic.